Welcome to the Unfunny Kevin Show. I am your host, Kevin Melody. It's Monday, September 6th at uh, 6 p.m. Happy Labor Day. We talked about this last week. It is a racist holiday. Um, And uh, I'm not uh, celebrating it. Um, I'm working. See? I'm talking to you guys. Um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I hope hope you... (laughs) What a great way to open the show. I hope you had a great, amazing week and a great Labor Day weekend. Um... I did not do dick uh, Friday through pretty much, I'd say, Sunday. I mean, I did stuff, but it wasn't real stuff. My sister, my girlfriend, and I watched uh, Harry Potter, every fucking movie, and um, it was quite good. I, I'm not, I was never like anti Harry Potter. I've always been like, it's good. Like when I was little, I read the books, and you know, but again, it's funny because like I remember when Harry Potter first came out, there was a lot of people that, I think there was like, hold on. We got to prove that this is true. I can't. It, this show has gotten to the point where I'll just say things and then I'll just, I'll just literally just start Googling and because I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> Harry Potter. Church backlash. I'm pretty sure it's like, there was lots of groups, I think, that came out that were cranky. Whoa. Oh my God. There's an entire Wikipedia for this religious debates over the Harry Potter series. Oh my God. Wait a second. Christianity in the novels, occult versus fairy tale magic. Ooh. Ooh. Evangelicals are very upset. Orthodox. Hmm. Harry Potter books were banned. Ooh, even in Islam. (gasps) In Judaism. Oh my God. This is great. Wow. Harry Potter is like, um, Harry Potter is like comedians. He's it's it's very controversial in uh, religious groups. Comedy and church are kind of the same, though, in my opinion. But we'll get into that in a second. Um, interesting. So yeah, we did that. That was fun. You know, I recommend you watch them, regardless of your faith. You know, let the let the hair down and watch uh, Harry Potter. You know, cut loose and watch Harry Potter. Um, it's uh it's a forgivable sin i think i'm not god but i that's i don't know i'm just kevin um yeah it was good i <laughs> i didn't cook i was going to cook this weekend i didn't cook um i went to therapy that was great um and this week is huge uh in the world of me as far as uh all this shit i got to do um i have to go to lax i think thursday to send my girlfriend off for a bachelorette party. So that'll be huge for her. Um, I'm not particularly excited. Um, She'll be gone, so I'll be home alone. Uh, Likely just writing, which is like to some great, to to others sounds boring. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I really, the thing is with, and I'm trying to, this week, I think Thursday and Friday, uh, follow me at the un, at Unfunny Cav on Instagram. Uh, to see where I'll be doing stand-up. But I think Thursday and Friday I will actually be doing stand-up uh, as well as Saturday night. So I'm really excited because I haven't done that in a long time where I do like just three nights in a fucking row of trying shit out. So please uh, follow me on Unfunny Kev on Instagram if you want to see where I'm doing that. Um, That's what I'll be doing. It's interesting. It's fun. It's whatever. I got a... <sighs> Just, just bullshit to write about, bullshit to talk about that I'm excited to hash through. Um, 
now where I was talking, uh, what was I saying earlier? Oh, uh, comedy and church. This is going to be like the theme of this episode. Cause I was thinking about this. I don't know what happened to me in the middle of the night a couple days ago, but I was, I watched something on television about Afghanistan and it was really funny because they were talking the dude there was like a newscaster who was kind of or I'm sorry a news anchor who was showing like what boots on the ground like what Afghanistan looks like right now and there was this this quick like they showed jump cuts of like you know the people falling from the planes and then like RIP the 13 troops and then it was like jumping back and forth between like the um Baradar the president of Afghanistan and then like the um there was like women that were I think they were wearing burqa cuz they were covered like head to toe and it was like um black burqa it wasn't like colored so i had seen that image and then i was like <sighs> like i like I, when I fell asleep which sounds bad it's not like i was watching this like you must be scared 911 terror and i just passed out although it is that is what happened but i passed out and i had this weird like i guess it was a dream but i had this kind of like weird thing happen in my sleep where i was i had a dream about nuns and i think when i was really little i would spend a lot of time on the weekends with my grandparents and they're born again, evangelical uh, Christians. And so I would go to Sunday school often, not all the time, but often for the most part till I was a little older and I didn't live where they live. They lived in like orange County and um, I wasn't like from the neighborhood. So like kids in the Sunday school knew I wasn't from there. Uh, and I was also during the week I was, uh, at my daycare, which was my, um, Muslim Iranian grandmother. So I was kind of a mixed bag as far as like what my beliefs were and like how you could, uh, penetrate me mentally. And so that's not good. Like, you're not like Sunday school, you're supposed to like eat cookies and then they like, they'll tell you about Noah's Ark and then you go home. It's not like a thing. And I was very contentious. I would, I would try to test theories a lot. And it would like really upset people uh, and I would get made fun of for it, which I mean, it's fine. I'm much better for it now. But my point is going back to the church thing, there was this whole situation where we were making, uh, they gave us gumdrops or like marshmallows and then toothpicks and we had to make crosses, which is kind of funny. I mean, you're welcome to laugh. Um, you know, <laughs> like little me just like sitting there making these little crosses. And these two kids behind me, you know, bright blue eyed, blonde hair, uh, skin as white as paper is very funny. They're like translucently white. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, and they began to like poke my back. Like they would like walk by and stab me, which is funny. It's like, it's almost like I was Jesus and these kids were, you know, the stabbers. And um, <laughs> I was getting stabbed with these fucking uh, uh, cross picks uh, toothpick crosses and I told my dad and my dad who is a drunk and hardly does anything fatherly ever throughout my entire life 
came in and like raised hell. He was like, you tell those little motherfuckers. Cause he didn't like being at church. He was at church cause my grandpa made him go to the main church and I would be in the Sunday school. And my dad actually like came in and stood up for me and made a whole scene. But I never felt like I always questioned everything, everything. And when uh, 9-11-2001 happened, you know, which we all recognize, you know, it's Afghanistan, uh, everything going on. It was interesting because I realized like how spotlighted Islam became. And it was very funny for obvious reasons, you know, George Bush and blah, 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 blah. And also um, Muslims are going over, you know, their own reformation and the Middle East was changing and blah, blah, blah. So like radicalism was was happening and, you know, but it's no different from the fucking Spanish Inquisition. And that's the whole thing is like, you know, like there were in the in the I think it was like the 13th century. There were like these people, Spaniards that even practiced like cannibalism when they'd go to do these big conversion, torturous fucking trips and missions to spread their word, you know. They they were like questioning the crazy fucking things this group of Muslims were doing and then saying that that's Muslim. And it's hilarious because it's like, so was the rape and the cannibalism and all the shit that those Spaniards did Christian? Like, I just always ask this question. It's like, no, obviously not. They were power hungry cunts the way these fucking, you know, uh, desert dwelling fucking dipshits are too. But what I find funny is the burqa imagery kind of like, put this weird thing in my head I, like i said i was sleeping a couple days ago and i thought about nuns and i had this weird dream about nuns and those burkad women like dancing <laughs> and i was thinking to myself like it's funny because a nun is literally they're literally wearing a burqa except it's like they pulled the face cover down to like you know do whatever they had to do eat or suck someone off or whatever <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you if you just pull the face thing down it looks like a nun right it's a fucking nun. and they both serve like similar purposes like the nun must be pious and you know uh there mustn't be lustful gaze or they mustn't be sexual i don't it's creepy and i guess my point is I never drew that comparison. I've drawn a lot of religious comparisons, like where I've uh, compared and contrast stuff, but that was really fucking funny. So I just had this dream where it was just nuns. Like, I don't know. They weren't like doing the Dougie or whatever, but it was like nuns and fucking um, like women in burkas. And they were just dancing. They were dancing like endlessly. Um, I think it was to ABBA, but it was really funny. It was just a very funny thought. And I wanted to share it with you the same way I want to share with you at Lucy J CBD on Facebook and Instagram, Lucy J CBD pre-rolls. If you're trying to chill and relax after a long day or forget about the nuns and the, the women in burkas doing the Macarena, Lucy J CBD pre-rolls are your best bet. The CBD version of this Lucy J is non-intoxicating, but most people report a sense of well-being and uplifting mood from the CBD flower in these pre-rolls. There's a calming effect from the CBD and the terpenes in the premium hemp flower. Head to LucyJCBD.com. Use the store locator to find Lucy J CBD near you. 
buy the pre-rolls, buy them, tell them the unfunny Kevin show has sent you to enjoy these pre-rolls, please. These are fucking great things and you got to get on them now. Lucy J CBD pre-rolls, head over to lucyjcbd.com and find them. E-commerce is coming soon. I've been told by Lucy J themselves. So please continue to support the show by supporting Lucy J CBD. Um, yeah, so we talked about the nuns and the burkas. It was very funny, very funny. Um, and then I had this thought later cause I was thinking about the dream and the comparison of the religion stuff. And I was like, I never understood like religious radicalism or religious experiences as a whole until I felt it. And I don't know what yours might've been. You can email the unfunny Kevin show at gmail.com. But I think religious experiences are like the moment you find community kind of like the moment you're struck with that bolt of lightning, like, oh, fuck, it makes sense. Like, it all makes sense. And like one of the to- first times that I ever felt that it was really weird. It didn't happen at a church, but I was it was it was I think I was living in Santa Monica. I had a roommate, one of my buddies, and I was working at fucking Uber and I was working Lyft and I was working uh, fucking, what is it called? Uh, Postmates, where I was delivering food and I was driving people and I was in school. And I was just starting to kind of do comedy. Kind of. Not really, but kind of. And I got asked to, like in the fucking Uber app, because I do it at night on Sunset, I ended up going to the comedy store. I, I picked someone up from the comedy store. And this woman was a comedian. She was blackout drunk. And she was in the back seat, just like, oh, I fucking killed it. Oh my God. What are you doing later, driver? And I was just like, nothing. And she's like, do you have a cigarette? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I do. She's like, five stars. And I gave her a cigarette. And so I'm smoking and she's smoking. And she's like, you know, you, 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 you missed a great show tonight. And I'm like, yeah, I'll probably go back. Like, I'll probably go to the comedy store later and maybe I'll try to do an open mic. She's like, there's no open mics tonight. Just go watch the late show. And I think the late show was at that time was at 10 PM or some shit. And I had picked her up. I thought it was maybe nine or eight. It was not too far from that starting. And she was like, yeah, you got to head back there, whatever. So I ended up taking her because um, I'd start later normally. But on this night, I'd start a little bit earlier. And I took her from the comedy store to her house, which like the comedy store is on Sunset or she lived on Sunset Boulevard, just the fuck it, like near the water. So I drove all the way from the comedy store to the other side of Sunset, past the 405, more towards like the Palisades. And she was like, like, are you busy? Like, you want to like hang out or something? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I got to go um, back. I'm going to go back to the comedy store. She's like, okay, have a good night. Do you have another cig? And I gave her a cigarette and I'm like, fucking, you know, just making the poor poorer here. So I, <laughs> I fucking gave her all my shit. She paid me. She didn't even tip me. I drove back to the comedy store and this is where like the religious experience part. So I think I got there at like 10.45 and the show was probably from like 10 to like 11, 15-ish. And nobody was outside. There were people in the bar area, but no one was really like manning the front door. So if you've been to the comedy store, it's like from Sunset Boulevard. If there's a show in the big room, it's called the main room, you'd be lining up around the side of the building um, on Sunset. So you'll see like a line. That line's to get into that room. 
Um, and there's people like at the bar area and like dripping out onto the street, but the, the, the main room show had already begun, but there was a kid with a clipboard. I'll never remember his name, but he had glasses and he was so fucking nice to me. I parked my car, uh, in the stupid pink dot lot. I paid like 10 bucks and I walked up to him and I said, Hey, is there a show tonight? And he looked at me and he said, yeah, there's a show going on in the main room right now. Um, are you a comedian? And I said, uh, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I just started, uh, uh, like I was clearly scared. Like, I just didn't know what the fuck to say to him. And he looked at me and he said, come with me. And I was like, "Uh, okay. So we walk, I didn't have the money to fucking buy. It was like 25 bucks or something. And the show was almost over. There was like maybe three more acts. And, he said, I'm going to take you to the comedian section. You can sit there and watch the rest of the show. And I said, okay. So he walks me like through the back of the main room and he sits me in this little area uh, where I can, you know, I can see the stage pretty clearly. There's fucking people in my way. I can, you know, there's a bunch of heads in the dark, but I can see the stage and he sits me in the back and I'm sitting in the comedian section of the comedy store and it's ice cold and i kind of got like chills because i'm like i know i'm probably not supposed to be there but this kid hooked me up and i was going through something because i just was like i don't want to fucking do these driver jobs i want to do comedy i want to do something else and i wasn't even podcasting yet so this is like 2015 maybe 2014 but he let me in and he sat me back there and he was like just enjoy the show he didn't charge me and I sat there in the dark with a tiny light on stage while the fucking whoever it was was up there doing jokes and I was laughing with others, laughing, laughing, laughing. And I, I kind of like, I stopped laughing. I looked around the room and I realized like I was having this experience where it's like a bunch of people, some people are like, you know, just trying to get laid. So they're on a date. Some people are there from different walks of life, different, uh, pay grades right some people are there that are fucking loaded and famous some people are in the audience that are barely getting by and some people are uber drivers that just drove a comedian to the fucking palisades and just wants to kind of get away and escape and laugh and forget about his drunk dad and forget about the fucking pressures of whatever the fuck he's dealing with and laugh and that is what church is to me right so whatever your religious experiences your church gives you your community comedy fucking washed over me and uh, i don't care if it's mental illness i don't care what it is it gave me this place where i could be uh unashamedly crying and laughing and crying and laughing and saying things i think and listening to things other people think and even if they're stupid and bad and even if they're goofy and shitty it doesn't matter you're quiet you let the orator say what they got to say you know you're in church you take the communion you eat the cookie you're in mosque you bow you say the prayer you get on the mat you lower your head you do your da'a you do all that shit you whatever that's my shit and i don't judge religious people I think when I was much younger, I did. But when I had that experience, I stopped. Because I can, you can pass judgment on any fellow person. 
But when you realize everyone's just broken or everyone's just scarred and they're just trying to get by and they find that community, I don't care if it's you fucking creepy Disney folk, if it's car people, if it's people that whatever Marvel folks, you know what I'm talking about, you beautiful Avengers where uh, Superman is Jesus and, and whatnot. I get it. I totally get it. I get it. My, you know, Jesus might be Red Fox or George Carlin or Richard Pryor or, you know, whoever. It's just, I get it. It's just copy and paste, dude. Look at it from that perspective. And you'll realize that I can turn the trauma and the kids with the crosses and the Sunday school poking me in the back into a bit. That's the power, man. That's the fucking power. Find your comedy, man. Find your church. Find your folk. Find your community. Find your place where you're not judged. You can love. You can fucking laugh. You can crack fucking jokes on others. You can giggle it up and just ride it out like that, man. Because feeling that warmth is is it's truly like I said, it's a religious experience. I, I'm 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 one to really not exaggerate shit in that way and i'm telling you um i wish nothing but that for you guys happy monday um (laughs) i'm just gonna end it on that um man i hope you guys really had a great weekend and i hope you uh find something in in these shows every week to connect to and uh you know continue to support the show uh again unfunny kev on instagram i'll be doing stand-up this week uh, unfunnykevin.com for all the shows. You can send that to other folks. They can listen to every episode no matter where they are. We're in all the major audio platforms tapped in on Instagram, tappedinmusic.com for the other shows. And um, email me, the unfunnykevinshow at gmail.com. Questions, concerns, stories, whatever you got, man. I'm here to listen. I love you guys. I hope you find your church. I hope you have a great fucking week. Enjoy your day off, and uh, I look forward to uh, I look forward to next week. All right, take care. Billy Ray was a preacher's son, and when his daddy would visit, he'd come along. When they gather around and started talking. That's when Billy would take me walking Out through the backyard we go walking Then he look into my eyes Lord knows to my surprise The only one who could ever reach me Was the son of a preacher man The only boy who could ever